Well, hey, they were talking about the curious case of corn smut and can it be prevented with a fungicide treatment at time of planting in this edition of Extreme Ag Cutting the Curve. Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Extreme Ass Cutting the Curve. I got Kevin Matthews coming at us from somewhere in North Carolina in a spray rig. I've got Gail Stratman from FMC coming at us from his office. And we're talking about something that these guys already did a very brief video on. And we said, let's go more in depth on that because this could be a big game changer for a lot of farmers. Basically, in a nutshell, Kevin's going to tell us a discovery post hailstorm you don't plan for hailstorms but what do we always like to say plan for the worst hope for the best he got hailed out on some corn but he didn't get hailed out he decided how i'm going to salvage the corn take us back to the hail and then where we're going forward and why this involves fungicide yes so we got the normally hail is not a big issue for us uh during wheat harvest which is the second week of june june third week of june we got a big hailstorm we had corn that was at v8 so that's not, not awfully big corn, but um, the hail was unlike what we normally see. It was golf ball size to a little bit larger. That's very unusual for our area. So in the past, we just had small hail storms. And as soon as it happened, we'd go out there and hit the stuff with fungicide as quickly as the ground allowed us to get on the field. This year, uh, this is our third year using the Zyway fungicide with our planter. We put it down in a two for two form. And so the hail hit, and I mean, it was bad. We went out and uh, video, we checked, we dissected the stalks, and thank goodness our ear leaf had not got damaged yet. So we was able to realize that immediately. But from the ear leaf down, it was completely shredded. It was just a stalk is all that was there, no leaf tissue. So I spoke with my agronomists that work with me and they, they got research and they said, wait a minute, we use Zyway on those farms. Said um, head smuts, what we're mostly concerned about with the hail damage and we think you're protected, don't spray, don't go out and spray. Well, that was pretty hard for me. You know, I know y'all got a good product, but I still, you know, <laughs> ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I'm going to go get it. But, uh, so that's what we held off. And Damien, um, I did split the farm in half later at about R3 just to see if it would be any yield benefit. But at R3, it was very healthy corn. It, I mean, pretty much disease free because there was no foliage at the bottom for the disease to start with. The hell doesn't take care of that. Yeah. But you know, it's a learning experience for me, and it turned out to be a blessing because it was going to be, it's been a week or two later before we could have gotten the field unless we'd done it early. So, Gail, the, the takeaway here is, because I watched the three-minute video that Kevin shot in the field, and that's when we were like, and, and Will says, you know, we got to cover this topic more in depth because this is a pretty, 
this is kind of a big game changer. Um, first off, using fungicide at the time of planting is kind of a new thing anyhow. You've got the product Zyway, and we've talked about this quite a bit. It does best when you keep it in the two-by-two, two, you know, not on top of the seed. Yep. We discovered all that. Kevin's going out there and using it, and he's in a part of the world that has a lot of a lot of disease pressure. So, I mean, we first time I ever went to his farm, we talked a lot about fungicide because that was, you know, it was August and it was field day time, et cetera. So the idea is, it's not that the hail, in other words, nobody's going to go and start doing this just because of hail, because they hope like hell, they don't have hail to begin with. The real right. big takeaway is because of the hail, it, it gave Kevin a chance to experiment with not using a secondary chance of, uh, fungicide treatment because of the the smut yeah i mean the the bottom line with zyway is is you've you've got that level of fungal protection already inside the plant whether you know you need it or not in in regards to that hail event you know like i said a lot of times what happens with a hail event is you lose a lot of leaf area in that process because the hail strips it away well that makes it awful difficult a lot of times to get a foliar fungicide actually in that plant to protect it and 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 help that plant what like you're wanting to do because you've lost all the leaves having this inside the plant already yeah. can provide that level of suppression of head smut um and 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 keep that pathogen from from getting started as readily and and kind of suppress the the level of infection that you get um, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, in these hail events, you know, not only the, the leaf area we leave and the disease there, but as we get a little bit later on and, and as we experience, uh, you know, farther west here in the Corn Belt, we get hail events pretty regularly and you get a lot of stalk bruising from that. Well, that's also an entry point for some fungal pathogens. So be interesting to see how how those um, comparisons go this year as well, where guys have got Zyway on to see if we, uh, to see how the stalk uh, diseases pro progress and if we can suppress and, and keep the stalk integrity better where we've had some hail events. Kevin, I got to ask the question because, you know, I, I think of hail and we don't see it that much around where I am. Thank goodness, you know, in, in Indiana, we just don't have it as bad. And, and uh, I just look at that field and I think, silage i think the best option is to try and chop it into silage or maybe call the crop insurance adjuster and get the bush hog out here as soon as he uh comes and and you know does a measurement and writes you a check and you're thinking no within the first 48 hours hit it with fungicide that's not that i, I never knew that or never would have thought across my mind until i watched your video has this been something you've done for a long time or is this something you came upon the last few years like hey if you get hit with hail fungicide as soon as possible We've been doing it for quite a few years um, as we've gotten taller sprayers and options and helicopters to spray with. And it's become more of a normal, but again, we don't have it that often. So probably two out of five years that we have this issue. Now we, this was the most devastating that we've experienced. And we did notify our crop insurance agent, Damien, because I, I wasn't real sure. The bruising that Gail just spoke of so on the northwest side of all the stalks, it's terrible bruising. And um, the the plants, our agronomist was watching, he was just in them again last week, and they look good. I mean, it's more than likely 180, 200 bushel corn. I wouldn't give you 50 bushels for it, you know, a week after the storm. Mm -hmm. 
So you you've been doing the fungicide immediately after hail, unless unless the field's riddled. I mean, obviously, at some point you say fungicide or no fungicide, this field's done, right? I, you know, Gail's got more experience with that where he lives than I do, but in my opinion, it's going to depend on the growth stage that the hail storm occurs at. And then keeping yeah. the flag, keeping the uh, ear leaf was the critical, maybe that was the critical decision. What do you think, Gail? Were you were you consulted on this? Yeah, I mean, like I said, Kevin, Kevin's right. It, it really depends on that growth stage of that plant. You know, we had some, uh, we had some hail events here in, in my local area here. Uh, the 4th of July and the week after when, you know, we had corn just into pollination and, and, and beans just starting uh, pod fill and it was pretty severe. And, and in those cases, you, you, it, the decision was made for you pretty quick. It didn't take a whole lot of uh, deciphering to, to understand what, what those fields were going to amount to. It's, it's those situations that Kevin gets in um, or like he's describing here, where it's a little early in the growing season, where that plant can probably handle a little bit of, of, of damage to it from a foliage standpoint, but it's going to come back out of it as long as you protect some of those critical, um, you know, the ear leaf and some of that stuff above that, that where you can really see the benefit of, of that fungicide being in the plant, whether you do that foliar or do that with, with Zyway. Um, but like I said, we, there's definitely situations where it becomes readily apparent that this is silage or something less than that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and, and you can make that decision pretty quick and, and, and move on from there. But, uh, um, and, and like I said, that growth stage, the later on you get, um, you know, once you hit those reproductive stages, you can't, re you can't regrow those leaves. So that plant is, is basically starving for, to fill that ear. You get so much uh, physical damage that there isn't much left. So, uh, um, you know, earlier in the season, you can stand it later in the season pretty tough to come back from. Okay. I'm going to keep, uh, that's good information. So I'm going to keep asking quick, uh, quick fire questions. Kevin, if it was a month later, different decision. In other words, if it was mid July or something like that, it would have been a different decision. Yeah. I mean, if this, this is it, there's just so many variables there. Damien. If it's right during pollination and you, you really stripped it off, it's going to be hard to spend much more money. Right. Depending on what kind of insurance you got too. Every every farmer's got different levels of insurance, so that's right. play. Uh, next question: If you are in North Carolina, where you know you have a lot of disease pressure because of climatological issues, if this hailstorm happens somewhere, say Minnesota, is there less likelihood of smut? In other words, I know that we're saying, boy, the Zyway turns out it saved us a lot of hassle because it already protected the plant you know post opening up with the hail that's in north carolina if i was in a northern climate dakota's minnesota would i have less need for it because there's less smut or smut uh prevalent all over gail it's a, it's a soil-borne pathogen so generally it's in the residue and it, it maintains itself for a long time so even even crop rotations aren't going to get rid of it, it it's going to be there you know crop rotations can suppress the the amount of of uh, spores and, and, and fungal infection that you can see, but it's, but it, once you have it, it's in those fields, it's, it's there for, uh, for the, for a long time. It's pretty much as long as you're growing crops. So um, it, does, it's, it's readily, does four, like does said, it's in Kevin's months? part of the world. It's in Minnesota. It's okay. our part of the world, the farther South. I was supposed to say, does this four to six months of below freezing temperature whack it? It doesn't. No. Okay. It's, 
it's it's an extremely hardy spore and and a, and a pathogen that uh, cold weather temperatures and that sort of thing don't seem to have any effect upon it. Okay, then going back to Kevin, if this experiment works and you've got a great example or great opportunity to turn this into an experiment that you didn't plan on back in the spring, but you're doing it now, does that mean Zyway goes on more acres because it's it's not just because of hail, because obviously planning for hail is not the thing. It's more that it alleviates a fungicide pass very likely for you for smut protection come August. Yeah, but, like I said, I, th I think there's a, a lot of benefits there. You know, there's the disease protection we've always talked about. There's, there's some of the other uh, physiological things that we're seeing around root mass development and, and, and water uptake. This hail piece of it and that protection that can pro provide because of the timing and how you put it on, I think is another piece that really kind of demonstrates the value of, of changing it up a little bit and, and utilizing a product this way that's already in the plant versus trying to treat a problem or put a Band-Aid on a problem after the, uh, after the issue or a problem has already occurred. Yeah, and Gail's right. I mean, we're just using more and more of it, Damien. The head smut's really not what we're after. We're after all our fun, our foliar leaf diseases. But um, this is just another piece. It's just icing on top of the cake, really. You get right down to it. Yeah. It's, it's just not an issue. Our Most varieties are bred to help alleviate that, and they're defensive against it. But when you damage that ear and yeah. damage tissue then that's when the head smut is more prevalent but for us it's really not a problem unless we have an event like this but it's okay. just nice to know we're just using more and more of it because we're not having to go back in a lot of these fields we're you know we're getting really good control in this heavy disease environment it's been so that's the question so corn smut's not really your biggest concern uh, uh, unless it's a, a hail or something like that. So, so you're not you're not sold on using this product because of corn sp uh, smut because that's not really usually that big of a threat to you. But the fact that it looks pretty evident that it prevents or saves you a late season fungicide pass, maybe not always, but generally, right? Plus the insurance. I mean, it's kind of like having a rider put on your insurance policy with additional insurance at no extra premium cost. I mean, that's, you're just getting a little more insurance in this deal. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what are you, uh, wh this is kind of new to you, Gail, or is this something that you kind of, is this something you thought was going to happen and now we got to see it or? Uh, well, th th this is something, this is something we've, uh, we've tried to look at more in, in the past, you know, and, and, Again, it becomes a little bit of a challenge trying to get the disease and the conditions and everything to line up so that you can you can create that situation to really test it. Uh, like I said, Zyway is is labeled for suppression of head smut. So we you know we've collected data in the past that demonstrates it does suppress and and help with head smut. Um, but it's these real world situations like Kevin's got and, and other ones that we're seeing out there this year that really kind of uh, lay the testament to. Does this actually work, and and how well does it suppress head smut when that situation arises? Uh, like I said, head head smut is a pathogen. It's always there. Um, it infects the plant early in the season, but it takes usually takes a stressor event to rally, to really get it to show itself. Hail is usually one of the most common ones that that demonstrates that. So uh, we'll continue to get more and more information on this, and, and be able to hopefully be able to recommend and 
and and be more precise in in how well we see it working here uh, after this year's performance. Devin, do you see a future where you stick in uh, a product, uh, say like Sideway, at time of planting, and then you never have to put fungicide on again? Oh yeah, which I never thought I'd see this uh, when Gail was telling three years ago in Florida when they was fixing to introduce it. I, I said this is too good to be true, and and the first year we used it in some situations that it didn't work that good in, and once we figured out with the help of FMC, the proper way to use it. Uh, yeah. It's been a beautiful thing. And, and I've got neighbors galore using it. I mean, there's just thousands of acres of it being used now. Our small, irregular shaped fields, it just is a really good fit. Well, you're on, you're in your spray rig right now. It doesn't look like you're in, it doesn't look like you're in one of your one acre patches, but when you're, uh, when you're out there, when, when 10 foot tall corn or 12 foot tall corn and you, know, you think, what if I could prevent this necessity for this pass by doing something at time of planting? It seems to me that you'd probably make that decision every day. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this morning we looked at both sprayers and we've done hit, you know, we're already at 23,000 acres this year uh, on two new sprayers. And, and um, so I'm tired of riding. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Right. Well, anyway, this is kind of a fascinating thing. So if you didn't watch the video, dear listener and viewer, go back and watch the previous video about this topic. Kevin just shows you the actual plants. Uh, of course, you've probably seen hailed out corn before. Uh, it's a three minute video. We wanted to go more in depth with it because we thought this is pretty valuable information that maybe you can apply to your farm. So his name is Gail Stratman with FMC. Kevin Matthews coming at you from a sprayer. On, on a 23rd, 23,000 and first acre that he's covering in North Carolina this year. Thanks for being here. We're talking about smut. We're talking about season-long control. It might save you money and labor and knocked over corn with a, a late season pass you may not need to make. Till next time, thanks for being here. Share this with somebody that can benefit from it. Like everything else, Extreme Ag not Farm, hundreds of videos, hundreds of these podcasts. Share them, let somebody benefit from it. That's why Kevin and, and his buddies started this whole organization three years ago. Extreme Ag not Farm. Till next time, I'm Damian Mason. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.Farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions. 